Hello and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. We are back with the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And again, I'm breaking this book down habit by habit because it's such a great book. It's a classic that I want you all to get the most out of it you possibly can. So we are on habit number five, and that is seek to understand, then be understood. So this habit is about listening to others with the intent to understand their perspective. Now remember everyone, each one of us has our own unique perspective. And sometimes we can say you're wrong and I'm right, but typically it's shades of rightness or shades of perspective. So before sharing your own perspective, it's nice to understand someone else's. It's about putting aside your own ego and truly trying to see things from the other person's point of view. Which reminds me of my favorite book, The Hobbit, because The Hobbit teaches a similar lesson. The story follows Bilbo Baggins, a hobbit who is content with his quiet life in the Shire. However, he is thrust into the adventure when he was recruited by a group of dwarfs to reclaim their lost kingdom from the dragon. Bilbo is initially reluctant to go on this adventure, but he eventually agrees. And along the way, he learns to listen to others and see the world from their perspective. This helps him overcome his fears and become more of an effective leader. So to follow some of Bilbo's examples and learn to seek to first understand, here are some examples from that great book. I know I'm doing two books in one. It's so exciting. But when he first meets Gandalf the wizard, Bilbo is skeptical and distrustful. However, Gandalf is patient and understanding and he eventually wins Bilbo's trust. When Bilbo meets the dwarves, he is initially intimidated by them. However, he takes time to get to know them, and he learns to appreciate their courage and determination. Also, when Bilbo is captured by the trolls, he uses his quit wit to escape. However, he learns to see the trolls as individuals with their own hopes and dreams. And by the end of the story, Bilbo has grown from a self-centered hobbit to a more understanding and compassionate person. He has learned to first seek to understand and then be understood. And this made him a more effective leader and a better friend. So what are some tips? First, we have to be patient and listen attentively. You can ask open-ended questions, get someone else's perspective, and then start to see things from their point of view. Always avoid judgment and criticism and be willing to change your mind. And this is where we say, open your mind, right? If we don't have an open mind, we can't change our mind. Because if our mind's shut, then it's not learning. So... The habit of seeking to first understand is a powerful one, and I want to give you even more examples. Because it's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to be an empathetic listener. So to do that, you would have to acknowledge the speaker's feelings. 
This can be done by saying things like, I understand you're feeling angry, or I can see why you're feeling sad. Now, sometimes people are not stating their feelings with words, but you can see it in their body language, or you can start to learn what you think someone else is feeling and ask for understanding. So if you see that they're angry because they're huffing or stomping around, you can say, I think you're feeling angry. Is that correct? And then they might shout at you. Yes, that's correct. Or they might say, no, I'm just really frustrated. And then you can start to drill down. Remember to use non-judgmental language. Avoid saying things like, you shouldn't feel that way. Because guess what, guys? We all feel the way we feel. There's no should or shouldn't. Or disrespecting someone by saying that's not a big deal when maybe right now they feel like it's a big deal. And remember, you can continue to ask questions till you understand. And this also shows you're interested in learning more about them. Now, sometimes people get annoyed when you ask question after question without reflecting in the middle. So it's a fine art. Listening is a fine art. So if you're just peppering them with questions and you're not reflecting anything back, they could get annoyed. So this comes with summarizing what someone has said to show them that you're listening and understand. Also, please avoid giving advice. You know who you are. You want to solve problems. You want to help people by finding solutions. This is most humans, by the way. And sometimes the best thing you can do is just listen because people actually do know how to solve their own problems, especially when they feel listened to, like they can talk out their own problems. So if you are an advice giver or a know-it-all, awareness is the first step and then you can pull a little back from this. And if they ask for advice, please go ahead and give it to them. But be patient. It may take time for the speaker to fully express themselves. Because one thing that people don't realize is that different people have different processing speeds. So some people think really fast and process things quickly. And there are those people that just give answers right away or have quick comebacks. They're really witty. So they're fast processors. Then there's other people that take a while to really process things. They're a little slower and it doesn't mean they're dumb. It just means they really got to take in all their emotions, process it. They may be introverts or just have a need to kind of sort out things before they react. So what are some examples? A friend is telling you about a difficult experience they had at work. You might say something like, that really sounds tough. I can see how that would be really upsetting. Or your child is telling you about a fight they had with a friend. You might say something like, I can understand why you're feeling angry. It's not fair to be treated that way. Empathetic listening is a powerful way to show someone you care about them and that you're listening to them. It can help build trust, rapport, and it can help solve conflicts. So here are some additional tips to practice empathetic listening. Remember to put aside your own agenda when listening to someone and focus on their thoughts and feelings, not your own. Also, be present. Don't multitask or let your mind wander or pick up your phone when you're talking to someone. 
be patient. It may take time for someone to fully express themselves and be genuine. The speaker can tell when you are not being genuine. So how do you turn the ship around if things are already going in the direction of escalation or conflict or difficult conversations? One of my favorite communication tips and skills is called the disarming technique. And it is a communication strategy that can be used to de-escalate conflicts. It involves finding some truth in what the other person is saying, even if it seems that they are being totally unreasonable or fair. This shows you're listening and that you're willing to see things from their perspective. So this is for difficult people and that you have to have difficult conversations. I love the disarming technique. Now, this is not in the book. This is just a technique that I highly suggest everyone learns and uses because we're always going to come across difficult people and difficult conversations. So the disarming technique can be used in a variety of situations. And some I suggest is when someone is criticizing you, when someone is really angry or upset, when someone is blaming you for something and you really feel like you didn't do it, right? They're blaming you for something you didn't even do. And when someone refuses to cooperate. Now, I will say when these things happen to people, it's really hard to get out of defending yourself and going to the disarming technique. So your natural reaction is going to be, I want to defend myself and tell this person they're wrong. But that will just escalate and cause more conflict. If you can learn the disarming technique, you will actually calm the person down about 99% of the time. Because yes, some people are super unreasonable. But the disarming technique, you have to follow this step. Number one, you have to listen to the person without interrupting. Number two, you have to find some truth in what they're saying. Number three, you must acknowledge their feelings. And number four, you then offer some sort of compromise. So here are an example of using this technique Someone is criticizing you. They're telling you you are an awful person that never cares about them and only thinks of yourself. And you're like, uh, I always think of other people. What is this person talking about? But anyways, they're criticizing you. And instead of getting defensive, you want to calm it down. So you say to them, number one, which is listening to the other person without interrupting. And then they stop. So you say to them first, and this is the finding the truth in what they're saying. I can see how you might feel that way. I am not perfect. I know I've made mistakes. Now you're not saying you did whatever they said that you did, but you are acknowledging, and this is a truth for everyone, that you're not perfect and that you make mistakes. So that is a good statement for someone that's criticizing you. Now, finding the truth when someone's angry or upset, you could say something like this. I can understand why you're feeling angry. I would be angry too if I was in your shoes. So if they're seeing things in a skewed perspective, then of course they're going to be angry. So you're just agreeing with that. So what if someone is blaming you for something and maybe you didn't do it? You could say something like, I can see how you would feel that way. 
I didn't mean to hurt you. And you can just leave it at that. Also, another example, if someone is refusing to cooperate, you can say something like, I can see why you're not willing to cooperate. I would too if I was in your shoes, but I'm hoping we can find a way to work together. So the disarming technique is not easy to use, but it can be a valuable tool to de-escalate conflict and build better relationships. So remember, habit five about seeking to understand and then be understood is about relationships and the habit of listening to others with an open mind and an intent to listen to their perspective before sharing your own. So put aside that ego and truly try to see things from other people's points of view and you will build better relationships and be a better leader. And we'll see you next week at the Self-Improvement Book Club. Keep reading and have a beautiful rest of your week.